Bulls to make it 28 to 3. Arthur Blank loving it. Up by 25. Tossed away. He's in. What a comeback. All right, welcome to a very special episode of the 28 to 3 podcast. On tonight's show, we're going to go ahead and talk about our individual top 10 Saints ever. So this is, uh, this is one that we're going to let Nick lead the charge on since he is the, the expert for all things old school Saints. Mm-hmm. So Nick, take it away. There's some very important criteria to consider when we're putting this list together. So when we talk about a player, we're not talking about their whole career. We're talking about their impact on the Saints and the Saints fans. It could be statistical. It could be, you know, success of the team, Super Bowls. It could be, you know, the impact of somebody like Reggie and his, you know, bringing the Saints back from the dead when we drafted him and the dome selling out, Drew Brees, part of that as well. Anything that impacts the New Orleans Saints is in this equation. Um, when the player leaves, you know, we're going to give that a lot less merit of them, you know, as a top 10 Saint. This is about their Saints career primarily. So with have, that said, Corey, have, you're going to start it off. What's yeah, your question? I do have a question. When you say like impacts the Saints, on the field? Because I mean, how, how meta are we getting with? Well, no, with, it could be. Correct me if I'm wrong. It could be something as, as big as stimulating ticket sales, like he's talking yeah, about with like Reggie. Where, Just the impact of, of uh, whether Reggie made any of our lists or not. Reggie had a massive impact on the Saints, massive. Hmm. Because after Katrina, that draft happened. There were lines down Airline Highway to get season tickets. That profoundly changed the way people viewed the Saints. And him and Drew in 2006 launched the Saints on a path for. 15 years of success. So I, I'm not saying he made my list. I'm just saying that should be in the consideration as mm. one of the top 10 saints of all time. I think all those things matter. Okay, um, that, that's interesting, though, because I, I really was, we talked before this about, uh, you know, some of our preparation or lack thereof for this top 10 list. I mean, it's always floating around in my head, but I really was thinking about it as a football only no that's fine and you i don't know, i don't think this like, is going to impact your list at all to be honest he's just yeah. giving an example i mean there's some players you could definitely say are like you know in terms of importance to the organization and the organization's history as a whole you know like you could never leave steve gleason out of any kind of list like that because of what he did for the team in that one singular game and then what he's done now so with the, the question becomes whether like that. that makes him a top 10 of all time right and for gleason it doesn't so the, we can go yeah, ahead and leave that in yeah. the dust um, and, and we we're are primarily like, talking on the field. We're talking players too. We're not. But saying everything matters. Saints yeah. doesn't include coaches or stuff like that. This is correct? only players. Okay, cool. Yep. So All right. Corey, what you got, man? Lead Corey's going to start it off. Okay, and uh, we also talked about doing it in terms of structure. We're going to read our list ten through one, and uh, it's going to be hard for Max and Nick not to uh, jump in while I'm reading it. But the goal here is to read the list, and then after we read the list, kind of get into it. With the uh, we'll, we'll pick you apart the, after the w, the WTF. Yeah, we're gonna let you whatnot. finish your list. Oh, I know you are. And then I'm we'll, ready. Uh, I'm ready. Let's we'll go. go from there. What's what you go? got? Okay, number ten, Michael Thomas. Number okay. nine. You can put context to it if you want. If you don't, just I'm just gonna say, read it. I'm gonna read just it. Read them first. I'm and gonna read it. Yeah. Number nine, Morton Anderson. Number eight, Alvin Kamara. Number seven, Marcus Colston. Number six, Archie Manning. Number five, Sam Mills. Number four, Jari Evans. Number three, Willie Rofe. Number two, Ricky Jackson. Number one, Drew Brees. So, did you not say Cam Jordan real quick? I think he did not. I didn't. I didn't put Cam Jordan in the top ten. Okay, you left Cam Jordan off. Wow, I did. That's the first thing that stands out to me (laughs) on that top ten. That's a difficult one. Uh. I no mean, way statistically, yes, but um, but you know, it's uh, so you have okay, you have two receivers on there. Yeah. yeah so okay. let's see. Well, let's Nick. Let's 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 start at hit number me, ten. Hit me with it. Let's start at number ten and go down from there. So number ten, he has Michael Thomas. 
I honestly don't have any critique of that. I think uh, I think this who's? is a, this is a huge debate, Mike Thomas. Um, yeah. For me, um, I I'm not going to say he shouldn't be in the top ten. He did not make my top ten. He just missed it. He did make mine, so I'll say that. Okay. Um, the reason he did not make my top ten is I don't think we have a receiver that merits being in the top ten. So I'm saying there are no receivers in my top ten, including your Colston pick. I mean, Why do I say that? Um, he was a monster for two years. He was very good for four. But a historic, an NFL history-making monster. In one season, I agree. And that gets him a lot of points. But being at 500 catches, 6,000 yards, only 30-something touchdowns. But then again, are we talking statistics or importance to the Uh, the team win? And I'll be honest with you, I think there's a certain component to his career that was made by Drew Brees. So that's why he just missed it for me. Without Drew Brees, he's done nothing. With Drew Brees, he was a juggernaut. Um, Well, he's been mid Without Drew Brees, he hasn't, mid he's also been injured. But he's been healthy. Injured. Yeah. When healthy without Drew Brees, mid still, he still shows the the fight. But he hasn't been healthy without Drew Brees until this yeah. year. Even in so. those few games where I know last year he caught a few touchdowns, he had it. But he was you haven't seen a Pro Bowl level player since Drew Brees. Even in well, that's why it's tough. With I wide think that's more the injury than, than the you know. injury. But with wide receivers, it's always tough to say like, is is he playing at a but pro either way, level so or not? Because receivers are dependent on the guy throwing the ball. Like I think some of these routes that we've seen Michael Thomas running this year, they honestly don't look a whole lot different. Here's than my problem with it: the years when he was Superman. Okay. You had Colson ahead, so okay. yeah, I, I want to say Fair who, who was the guy that you Horn would take out has of my a list. better career than Michael Thomas. Now he doesn't have a better two years than Michael Thomas. He has a better career with the same. Who would you draft if you had if they were on the same draft board? Probably Joe Horn. I agree with that. Interesting. More I, dynamic, I <laughs> more, more versatile, more dynamic. Yeah, people forget uh, that four-year stretch for Joe Horn nah, and how good it was. Amazing. He was amazing. He was amazing. Um, he was. And Mike Thomas, without the most accurate QB, when he has the most accurate QB ever, he's a dominant player. When you don't have the most accurate QB, in my opinion, in the history of the league, just where he places the ball, Mike Thomas doesn't get separation. He's a big body beast. He fights for every catch. Well, I love him. He doesn't get downfield separation. He doesn't get downfield. When he runs the out routes, he's made people look silly getting turned around. Slant routes. He's still not known for his excellent route running. He's he's a contested catch guy. He's not known he's for incredible. his route running. No. It's there's nothing nothing uh, exceptional about this is, him. This has turned into a Mike Thomas debate. It, it, <laughs> no, not really. Just to me, he was 11th on my list, just That's so fine. you know. Yeah, yeah. Um, I'm, not, I'm not trying to slam him or anything like that. Did he make the top 10 in the history of a 50-year franchise? He didn't for me because two monster years weren't enough. Yeah. That's I mean, where we're, I'm we're, at. We're, we're one spot apart. Yeah, exactly. Uh, we're player. splitting but, hairs. But that's point. why I want to ask you. So, you I have know, more we, of we, a problem with Colston. Yeah, tell me who you that. would like out of the list. Well, well hold on. Let's, let's go one by one for this. Yeah. So, Morton Anderson, okay. I think that's, that's obviously... That's a given. It's just where you put him. Yeah, nobody can argue with that. Yeah. Uh, Kamara, I think that's a fair placement on Kamara at number eight. I had him nine, so where did you have him? I'll um, let you do your whole list, but just while we're talking about it, where did you have him? Kamara, I had at eight. Okay, mm-hmm. so I had him at nine. You all both had him at eight. Okay, who else? Uh, so Colston, I have an issue with. Me too. Colston does not belong on this list. Zero, I think Colston, Colston zero was a great Bowls. player, but zero Pro Bowls, zero all This pros. is a Drew Brees this manufactured a, guy. Exactly. Well, here's my take on this is where I'm on Colston. I mean, until Mike Thomas came around, you know, he set all the records for everything in franchise history from a receiver standpoint. And I really do think that while we say, when I always say, I mean, it's true that Breeze made certain people who they were. You know, like uh, Lance Moore was very good on his own, but Breeze brought his level up. One guy in particular who I always think of that, we thought was great because, you know, he was just on our offense. Was like Willie Sneed. I mean, like that guy was catching passes like crazy. Yeah, he was good. I'll us. never call him great. He was not good. great, but but I mean, like the second he left us, my opinion is what I'm saying. Like the second he left us, it, there was nothing there any anywhere else. So we know that Breeze can turn a receiver from literally nothing into something. You just but, made our point. But my, I do think that Colston though. But there are different certain receivers that have come along in Breeze's career who I think don't fit that definition does breeze elevate the play of every pass catcher he plays with of course he does but i think in terms of importance to the team when he was there breeze in that saints offense needed a marcus colston 
and they needed a Marcus Colston when he was with our team. That's why he makes my top 10. Now, could we quibble about whether he's seven or 10 or nine or eight, whatever? Sure. But I think in 06, when you saw him just be polished as hell as a receiver, it, it gave Breeze the ability to maybe have Colston doubled so that he could make the more pedestrian guys open and throw them open. I think, I really do think that the genesis of the Sean Payton Breeze offense needed Marcus Colston. I don't think that that offense is the same without him. And that was the most critical juncture in the history of our team, turning things around and going from very mediocre and really terrible before that, but getting into that winning standard that we hope is not going away. But NFC Championship, Super Bowl, turning into the 11 team, everything that ha- that progressed after that, I think Marcus Colston was such a key part of the equation to that, that that's why he's in my top 10. See, I, I disagree completely with that. I think Colston, you know, as much as we love him and we were, we're big fans of him, it's a great story. You know, a yeah. late round pick out of Hofstra. You know, this guy never should. He almost, he was about to get cut after mini camp after the draft. Okay. You know, he was so far behind at that point. To me, it's, it's a classic case of Drew Brees elevating this player to this level where he was a perennial 1,000-yard receiver. But let's be real. He was basically always at right around 1,000 yards, and he never you know, never went to a Pro Bowl, never all pro. Uh, to me, he was the definition of Drew Brees made this receiver. See, and that's I disagree with that. I don't. I think I, I, yeah, that's Breeze, fine. I mean, we're going to disagree on yeah, that because Colson to me is not a top fifteen Saints player. Breeze elevated. He him. made my top fifteen. He does. Breeze not elevated Colson one hundred percent. He's but, right around fifteen me, in my book. You know the story. Honestly, I don't even care if he was a you know blue chip out of whatever. Uh, the story of Marcus Colston is not the reason. I don't care where he was drafted. I don't care I about Yeah, I don't care 10. about the story either. We're looking at the player. He, he no, was that's, not, but that's what I'm saying. Like I, the story. Whatever his story was in the past is, has zero bearing. We just agree with you. I think yeah. he's in the top ten. I mean, I, I no, really—that's an underdog story. That's not a top ten player. The, to me, he was a really, really good player for nine years. Yeah. Really good the whole time. Never I, it, great. I love really him. good. Okay, but you, when you're compare, when you leave a Cam Jordan now for Marcus Colston, I think you've that's lost your mind. It's a fucking joke. I mean, I think. Cam is easily sitting. I didn't make an 11 through 15, but I mean... I didn't either. Cam's knocking at the door. Cam is absolutely a top 10 no matter what metric you use. And the fact that you left him off the list is fucking ludicrous. He's going to have the all-time Saints sack record. He's got, he's, he already he's, has it. Did he pass Ricky? I believe for, he did, yeah. For total sacks? Uh, did he? Okay. I thought he still needed a couple. Maybe not. Okay. So Either look, way, he's, he's right, right there. there. He's right um, there. He's a three-time All-Pro. He's a seven-time Pro Bowler. He's a to say that is not better than a guy who didn't make a Pro Bowl. I think is but a Pro reach. Bowl is so is it, look, he's All-Pro, three-time All-Pro. Let's leave and it he's, there. He's one-time first-team All-Pro in eight Pro Bowls. Like that's look, we can talk. He's stats. on an All-Decade team. That's that's like. He's probable for the Hall of Fame, dude. You left him off. Yes, I that's, did. That's a joke. He's fighting for first ballot Hall of Fame right yeah. now. Yeah. Right? What, what has he, he done? Is not. Okay. Take Marcus Colson out of the equation of OSA. Marcus Colson never exists for the 2016, 2019. We just don't have that guy to void. Right. We work with everybody else that we have. Do you think we still make the MC Championship in 06, make the Super Bowl in 2009? Yeah. Do everything we did. Absolutely. Okay. Some some other receiver gets plugged in, and Breeze makes him look like an, a fucking all star. I that and that's where we disagree. I think with with Cam, I just think it's it's ludicrous that you're arguing for Colston, a guy who never made a Pro Bowl, much less an All Pro, and you're leaving off Cam Jordan, who is one of the best players okay, in well, Saints history. Talk about that's who just, did what for the team. Which one has a Super Bowl ring? That that's a bullshit argument. That's a bullshit argument. You. Dan Marino doesn't have a Super Bowl. We're splitting hairs between ten and eleven. Or, you know, with Colston. No, you have seven. seven, and you left off one of the five best Saints players ever off of your top ten. I did. And that's my list. That's why we're having this episode. Wow. I knew he would have some hot takes here. But I let's did. move on. Let's, I like that. I, I, again, like, I... I'm here all night. If y'all want to keep talking about Cam Jordan, let's go. Colson was my 15, <laughs> just so you know. That's uh, about where I would put him. It's right around 15. MT was my 11... Uh, my 12. Sorry, he was 12th for me. I had Jimmy Graham ahead of him. Well, look, I don't, I don't have any problem with his, his placement of Michael Thomas, Morton Anderson, Kamara. Yeah. Colston, I've got an issue with him yeah, at seven. That's the outlier. That's, that's why y'all came. This is, this is super controversial, and your six did not make my top 10. Same. Archie's uh, Archie. not in my top 10 either. Um, and 
we've all talked about the quarterback. You know, previous episode, we talked about the quarterbacks of all time, and we all had him second or third. I do absolutely have him there. But as a career for the Saints, very important Saint. You know, what, we picked him number one overall. Yeah, one or um, two. And the last quarterback we picked in the first round, I believe. The only. The only. <laughs> yeah. so, so there's that component. I love him. He didn't make my top 10, and it's not his fault. I think he probably was a potential generational type of player that was in a horrendous situation. Yeah. Yeah. Um, He just didn't make my top 10 because of that. Um, The only other person, you know, I everyone else you have on your list, I I love um, your top five. I can't argue with any of those guys. No, Um, the top five's fine. It's just there's six and seven or some issues. That's what we thought it would be. You know, like five's easy. When you get to six through ten, that's when we're going to start. So when for things me, are going to start shaking up. Archie Colston Thomas didn't make my top ten, um, and we'll go through mine last. But Max, what did you have in the top ten? Different. Why don't you start at the bottom of yours, and we'll work your way up, and and then we can go after Corey some more before y'all try to kill me. <laughs> yeah, definitely. All right. So my number ten uh, matches up with Corey. It's Michael Thomas, and the reason I had him making it into the top ten was for the fact that he got Offensive Player of the Year, and mm-hmm. in the middle of this three year, three or four year run, which was amazing and had never been seen before in uh, in Saints history. While I do think Joe Horn has an argument. For best receiver in Saints history, you know, I, I I put Colston firmly at third. To me, it's Michael Thomas or Joe Horn, but I put Thomas on the top ten on the strength of two first team All Pros, three Pro Bowls, and the Offensive Player of the Year for that 149 catch season, which was just ridiculous. Yeah, it's that season that you know you and I growing up, we just we hoped and prayed a Saints <laughs> skill player would do yeah. something like that. And it's and still ridiculous. It, it's still ridiculous. I don't care who's <laughs> throwing you the ball at that point. I mean, yeah. that is just literally insanity. Uh, number nine, Morton Anderson. Same thing as Corey. Number that. eight, Alvin Kamara. Look at that. Same thing as Corey. Seven, I've got Pat Swilling. So for me, he had uh, two first-team All-Pros, yeah. four Pro Bowls. Was so I got to see who you're skipping then because I thought that would be one I had that y'all didn't. I think he's the most underrated player in Saints history. Yeah, yeah. And look. And I'll say he, I was close to putting him. I was He was hanging on <laughs> at 11 for me. He's a two-time first-team, two-time second-team, defensive player of the year, five-time Pro Bowler, and led the league in sacks I, in his defensive player of the year. Second. And then if you look at what he did with the Lions after we traded him, he didn't do shit. Well, he so made the Pro Bowl. Did you he take- made the Pro Bowl one time, but I mean, then he was on the Raiders two years later. You know, he really didn't do much after he left. So, to me, swilling at seven. I'll be honest with you. So, for the top for the top seven, I needed to have um, my guys had to be in the Pro Bowl. I'm sorry, in the Hall of Fame or on the Hall of Fame trajectory. Okay, so you made your own criteria for this. Well, no, just for me, that was a personal standpoint of what I wanted to do That's what I mean, like it. your own kind of rules in a way. So, so I've got uh, I had Pat Swilling at seven. I put Jari Evans at six. Sure. Uh, for that, four first-team All-Pros, six Pro Bowls. You know, statistically, with the uh, the awards, postseason awards, he's he's at the top behind yeah. Breeze when you do the combined. And you hear other guys around the league talk about him, and it's just like they talk about him as one of the best guards they've Joey's ever seen. A first, he's a first ballot <laughs> Hall of Famer. He's a first yeah. ballot I don't know if Saints fans realize that. That's what he is. Yeah, I realize um, it. Number five, Sam Mills. Zero first-team All-Pros, but he had four Pro Bowls. And then we talk about the factor of what you mean to the team and to the community. And Sam Mills was just he fit that stand-up guy, crowd favorite. We all loved him. You know, he was – there's no way you can leave the uh, the field mouse off. Number four, Cam Jordan. One first-team All-Pro, eight Pro Bowls. Um, He's going to be the Saints' all-time leading sacker. You know, most likely Hall of Famer means a hell of a lot to the team. He's, he's the, the one component that is the constant on this defense since he was drafted in 2011. Willie Rofe, no one can argue with Rofe. Two first-team All-Pros, seven Pro Bowls, an amazing player. You know, it's it's kind of funny. We traded Pat Swilling, and we ended up with Willie Rofe. You know, and a lot of people were upset when we traded Swilling. And that was I remember watching that draft, and we picked Rofe, and then Rofe comes in. I think we had signed a 2D Robbins from the Packers who was an old pro bowler, you know, he was a little bit washed up by the time we signed him. And Rofe was so impressive as a rookie that they cut 2D Robbins before we even got to training camp. Mm. Uh, Number two, Ricky Jackson. My God, nothing needs to be said about Ricky Jackson. Just so good. Fucking warrior. You know, one of the, uh, he he was always playing, 
you could even when you got in that car wreck and you had to wear that badass face yeah. mask, you know, that barely had uh, any opening for him to see through. You know, <laughs> Willie, was, Willie Rove was just a fucking animal. As a kid looking at that face mask, it was like, wait, what's going on there? <laughs> yeah, exactly, exactly. And then Breeze, obviously, is the number one. There's no, yeah. no one's going to disagree with that. It's, it's clear cut number one, but. Yeah, I mean, if we ever have a player come along to challenge him for that top spot, that's a great problem to have. Yeah, you exactly. won't. <laughs> you won't. Now we won't. I'm not saying. Yeah. So, so I know. I know Nick has some thoughts. So what you got? Um, I had Willie second. I I think it's someone we underrate and we forget about. I, I went back and forth on that, so I, I have no problem with that critique. And the only reason I say that we he played on bad teams. And, yeah. And it's so difficult to make all pro and pro it's like why joe thomas is to me such a legend to be able to do that when no one's looking at you is super hard you know how offensive linemen go they vote with the winning teams the yep. saints got andrews pete made pro bowls because of our winning teams you know uh maybe Ramcheck got a little bump up because we were on winning teams every year like yeah. that's a thing with offensive linemen. Well, it's hard to do it when no one's looking at you because your team sucks and it's even harder to do it when you're an offensive lineman and aren't in the spotlight. Because one guy recently made me think about that. I didn't realize it, but with Dick, Dick Buckus passing away, you know, I didn't realize it. I mean, it made sense, but the fact that he never made a playoff. He yeah, was, the he was when he played. never on a playoff team, but he's Dick Buckus, yeah. you know? And, and so there's players like that, that just their quality, their, their talent is so. Yeah. And, and to answer what you, you said, know. I mean, I went back and forth with uh, Jackson and Rove, you know, flip-flopped them a few times. And I think I yeah. changed it literally before we started so recording. We were talking about a potential tiebreaker. His career after he left the Saints was also dominant. He yeah. made three all pros with the Chiefs. He ended up with 11 Pro Bowls. This is one of the greatest players in NFL history, not just a great Saint of yeah. all time. Sure, so sure. for me, he came in second. Ricky was third. I have Cam fourth. So for well, me, that's what I have. So we're, we're, we're lying on that. So Cam this, is. Also, one thing about Willie Rove, he made two All Decade teams. That's yeah. fucking impossible. So <laughs> yeah. just so you know, that's true. That's a good. That's a good point, and maybe worth. Other than kickers and quarterbacks, that does not happen. If just there so you is know. anything to put forward as like, okay, you got one chip to play to tell me why he needs to go ahead of Ricky, like that's a hell of a chip to play. Two you know, that's, All Decade teams is now, so difficult. Um, it's kind of funny. Our list is pretty spot on. <laughs> like our so one and uh, two and three all, were flip flopped. Y'all both left Mario off. He came in at ten for me. Um, this uh, four time All Pro, eleven hundred career tackles. Not all with the Saints. We know that, but a, he's, the he's, he was my eleven. By the way, thirty six career sacks. Uh, he's a Pro Bowl year this year or an All Pro year this year. If he gets it, I don't know if he will. You know, it's it I mean, doesn't look as good from being an absolute Hall of Famer. Um, AK, I had at nine. I had Morton at eight. Morton, uh, you know, it's always hard to put a kicker somewhere. You don't know where You know he ranks. should be in there, but you're kind of like, what, should, num- what number does he get? As yeah. a Saint, he was four-time four first-team All-Pro, also had a second-team All-Pro, seven Pro Bowls, six of them with the Saints. He was dominant all time, at, at his position. All-time leading scorer. Yeah, all-time leading scorer. <laughs> not all with the Saints, so we acknowledge that. A but, lot of it not with the Saints. Um, half, Peter. about yeah. half. Um, but his dominant years were with the Saints, almost all of them. Um, like I said, the Pat Swilling thing, Corey left him off, Max didn't. Un, most underrated Saint in the history of the Saints. I mean, four, four All-Pros is an incredible career. A defensive yeah. player of the year. We've never had another one. Well, um, it, Your it, argument for Michael Thomas... If you look at Swilling next to Michael Thomas, it's not close. Swilling is a much more appropriate pick than Mike Thomas because we're, we're giving him a lot of credence for being the only offensive player, unless you give Archie credit for Well, no, I have Drew. Swilling on here. So no, I'm, I know. But that's one of the reasons I had Archie in the list at all. I mean, again, he's kind of like... He was I, Archie, Archie doesn't belong in the where list. It's he like was he was the, the NFC, offensive, NFC offensive player of the year. Yeah. It was NFC, you know, though. Not, they didn't do, it wasn't like the... They did an NFC and an AFC of the, uh, back then. One for each conference, and yeah. he won the NFC Conference Player of the Year. Yeah, you're 100 yeah. percent right. Yeah. Two Pro Bowls, really good player. Yeah, our top two. We have ten. We have. I mean, for me, I had 15 people on this list that I considered. Well, hold and, on. Why don't you officially rattle off your top ten for the list? So Demario oh, at yeah. ten, yeah. AK at nine, Morton at eight, Swilling at seven, Mills at six, Jari at five. Uh, Jari five team All Pros. I mean, six Pro Bowls. Uh, think all of them with us, yeah. I believe. No, all of them. He didn't play a snap for anybody else, I don't believe. He did for the Packers that one year. I oh, believe. yeah, one year. That's right. Um, yeah. Cam Jordan um, at four. Ricky, 
Willie, Drew Brees. I mean, there's no reason to even discuss yeah. number one. It's so far <laughs> gap. It's not funny. Um, and well, it's funny looking at your list uh, relative to mine. So our top nine is essentially the same. It's just that number ten was where we differed. And I had Demario. He was my next guy. He was eleven. I think you said Michael Thomas was your twelve. So our list is pretty aligned. The order's a little bit different on some of them, but that's just splitting hairs. I had a difficult time, and why he didn't make my top ten is because of who, a, who are you talking about? Uh, Jimmy Graham, because there was enough of his stats not as a saint. He's a top five tight end in the history of the NFL stats wise. Um, he was all pro with us. He was Pro Bowl with us. He was yeah. the best receiver in the game one year. Um, and he didn't make the list because not enough of it was with the Saints. Yeah, we traded he, he's in between 11 and 15 for me. Yeah, but he he has a better shot at the Hall of Fame than, say, Michael Thomas, than maybe even DeMario. Definitely more, you know, Horn's not making the Hall of Fame. Archie's not making the Hall of Fame. Colson's not making the Hall of Fame. Jimmy might be a Hall of Famer, and he doesn't make our top 10. I think that's pretty cool. Um, the only other one is, y'all know my love for Lattimore. He was in my 15, but he needs to do a lot more to get onto this top 10 list. He's got a ways to go, but 15 interceptions, five forced fumbles, five fumble recoveries, uh, defensive rookie of the year. Pretty good resume for a 28-year-old, but still has a ways to go. Archie made my 15. Horn. Mike Thomas. I did put Mike Thomas ahead of Horn slightly. Yeah. Um, Horn's stats are better. Uh, Mike Thomas only has 35 career touchdowns. I think people need to understand that. That is pathetic. That's not not good. That's terrible for an uh, elite wide receiver uh, who's seven years in. That's five a year. And I know two years were completely bust and injuries up, but he had four dominant years, and he still only has 35 touchdowns in his career. Um, so – he slid out of my top 10 based on that, and he's not a Hall of Famer. He's already 30. Yeah, it, it, it kills me that Peyton left him in essentially in garbage time against the just Buccaneers to rub it that in. season just to rub it in. It, it was a basically Falcons, right? cost Michael Thomas a shot at the Hall of Fame because of that. Yeah, he did. And if he was here three years earlier in Breeze's career, he's a Hall of Famer anyway. It, yeah. it just, you know, which with not good quarterbacking, which he didn't have the past couple years – you know, even when he was healthy, I don't think he's in that dominant receiver group that can make up for bad quarterback play. He needs a competent quarterback. I don't know, man. He came in with Taysom that first year after the injury. He scraped out like 200-yard games on there. Well, in and, between, and everyone in, in between to say injuries. He's doing great with Teddy. Dude, it was like a 40% drop-off. It was big. Not that he wasn't good. I'm just saying, when you're talking about the Calvin Johnsons and the no, Hall but of he, Fame but he was never, But he was never in that category. Never. Right, and yeah. that's why he didn't make my top ten because yeah. no, I, look, it's close, I, and I struggled with uh, with picking between him and Demario because uh, Demario right now, you know, the, the late career run that he's been on is it's the opposite of uh, Michael Thomas's career trajectory. Michael Thomas started off like a house on fire, and then all of a sudden he's tailed off. Whereas Demario Davis started off very, very slow, and then once he hit thirty, he turned into fucking Superman. Yeah, and also if you're talking leadership intangibles, Demario's yeah, yeah. as good as it gets. Demario and Cam are as good as it gets. Behind, you know, Breeze, Demario, uh, Cam, Sam Mills, those type of guys, like they get bonus points for what type of people they yeah. are. Yeah, and, and I think when you that when you make these lists, it you have all these different factors, kind of like you said in your preamble to begin with. It's kind of like impact on the team. You know, there's there's going to be a mix. You know, some guys are going to get in because of their just sheer impact. You know, kind of when you have the, the debate about who's the most valuable player in the NFL, who's the MVP versus who's the offensive player of the year, you know? And when people say, well, if you really want to give the MVP to the most valuable player, it's, it's the player that the, what team could most, you know, not live without this one guy. Yeah. And so that's kind of how I look at it with some of these players. I mean, there's, it's a mix of that, but also, just undeniable talent, you know, and whether or not, like, yeah, 35 touchdowns career for Michael Thomas. But, I mean, but 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 look at him. <laughs> yeah, like, you know what, though? You know, it's like he's just the point so good. The point you're just making, though, I'm flip-flopping. I, I'm, I'm making a change. I'm, I'm, I'm sliding DeMario in at 10. I'm moving Thomas to 11. 
I mean, that's fair. DeMario, but- DeMario means more from a big picture standpoint. He's, he's, he's that leader. He's that presence you just need, you know. And, yeah. and Nick just hit the nail on the head talking about, like, Sam Mills, Cam Jordan, DeMario Davis, those guys on defense. It's I'm flip-flopping. DeMario's going to 10 for me. Yeah, Corey, Make, making a mid-episode I th- change. I think that's justified, and, and that's what and Corey, I'm saying. the only thing on your list that really bothers me is the Cam thing. Yeah, of course. Um, I, I, and I'm not blaming y'all for letting it bother you, because I know... That's reprehensible, dude. That's, that's fucking I mean, terrible. You could throw any adjective you want at it. I'm just, it's terrible. It, it, I'd, no have a, I'd have a problem if this was a top another five, adjective. I That's fine. I think I'd have trouble if it was a top five I think, and you left him out. Yeah. It's, it's difficult. I search, I search for, you know... How do and you have not, Colston I'm, on here and you don't have Cam? That's unbelievable. Because I think Colston had a larger contribution to a better team. What? Oh, what teams... What was Cam's... Contrib- how good was our defense when Cam was on our team in 2011? How good was our defense in... Well, that wasn't his you know, best years either. He was very... 2011, he was a rookie. He was a rookie year. Okay. Uh, it's, and, then, and he wasn't but, good. But what I, happened between 11 and... You know, like the next time we had a very uh, extremely dominant team was what? 18? Doesn't have to do with a. That's dominant the majority team, of his career. But he doesn't have to do with a dominant team. What's his contribution? Look at Willie Rove. Willie Rove. What is what is Cam's? Willie Rofe was on the team when they won their first playoff game. Okay, what else was Cam's he on? Cam's won way more playoff games yeah. than Willie Rofe. But I, it's, I think, I, look, I'm not saying I'm not saying he's trash. Guy. I'm not saying he's trash. I'm not saying he's not. Cam and Cam and Demario are the guys on defense over the last five or six years, with a little bit of Marshawn Lattimore plugged in. I think it's. More Demario and Marshawn with a little bit of cam plug. No, 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 no. There's I mean, no world where that is. I'm, look, I'm okay if you're saying the, that for the last few years. The last few years. I'm not okay if you're saying it. the dude's played 13 years. And again, I'd say listen, listen, ten of them have been excellent years. I'm yeah. not saying that and the guy is trash. I'm not saying he's not in the top 20, not in the top 15. He's right there knocking on for me. I just, in terms of the, the everything you just said about you know. Impact. Hold on, hold on, hold on. He's a member of the 2010s All-Decade Team. Okay. Eight-time Pro Bowler, three-time All-Pro Selection, Saints all-time franchise sack leader. There's Kurt? no world where he's not a better player than Marcus Colston. We made this list on our opinions. And to and me, Mike Thomas, to be honest. the importance of Marcus Colston That's, to that, Archie. To that mean, championship, Lord. NFC Championship 06 team, to the 2009 Super Bowl team, so it wait, just, real quick, real quick. Back, back up a sec. I think Colston was more important to the teams no, no, he not, played on. There's not even a word. No. You can say no all you want, Max. We're on this thing to talk about. There's a revolving door of scrub receivers Besides that Bruce elevated. No, you there's, left, real quick, Corey, you left from my list, just mine versus yours. You left Swilling, Cam, and who else out? DeMario. Okay, yeah. DeMario. Okay. There were two times where Breeze had receivers that were not on that revolving door, and it's Colston and Michael Thomas. There's re- Of course there's revolving doors for everybody else, but Colston you can't put in the revolving door conversation. The guy was too damn good. Colston, he was too important to that offense. Colston is not he was an anchor. Colston could not sniff Cam Jordan's jock. <laughs> Let's be honest. Hey, I, I can listen to you advocate for Colston all night no, long. I, mean, I, I, I get that you love Colston. But to put him ahead of Cam, it's, it's just ridiculous. To me, is a bit crazy. It's crazy. I, hey, this is why we're doing this list. But, I mean, but like Cam's up. These are might our opinions. Be a first ballot Hall of Famer. First ballot Hall of Famer. So I left him Colson off my list. Colson won't get a vote. He okay. won't get a vote. Colson I'm not saying get a vote for the Pro again. Bowl. I'm not saying Cam is 11, 12. I'm not saying. I'm, not, I'm sorry. I'm not saying he's like 15 or below. He's right fucking there. But I mean, what have we won besides? You know, we got to the MC Championship one year when Cam was with us. Right, NFC Championship game. Yes. Yeah. Correct. Okay. We how, have, many, how many how many playoff games did we win? I don't know the number. Well, you because know I know we got, got there a lot. Left does. But okay, I know how many playoff we games did we win with him? Um, Start with 2011. We got to the uh, second round on that one. It was one and one that year. Um, it's not that many. But yeah, but it's still. I think it's four. But here's the thing: I'm not expecting you, Max, to four to not think it's crazy. I'm not expecting you, Nick, to not think it's crazy. That's why I made the list that I made. That's why I have my opinions because our opinions are often so different, and that's why we do this fucking whole thing. But it's just, it just is what it is for me. You it's know, just that's amazing my to me because, like, I could understand if you were to left off. I mean, just God. Max, you can say it however many ways you want. It is what it is. Let's put this one up on the uh, on the social medias and see. Yeah, if people and I'll get it. torn apart just like <laughs> as you should. You're, you know, your, your asshole should get hollowed out for this. I I know. 
I mean, I know, I know what, how people will react. I get it. I understand the reasons why people will react the way that they react, but the exercise—it's just funny. Like anyone, the from exercise like for this six, episode was make a make a top ten. List. Anyone so from we like found six one, to ten, if we you found left one player off, that I would have been like, off. you know what? That's okay. Yeah, I can That's see fine. That. I didn't expect y'all to be happy about it. That's not why we're doing this. We didn't do this to go have a kumbaya moment. That's well, the we're guy never I left have off. That. We're you know, never have that. <laughs> so like five it, and seven. It is what it is. I just you know he's five and seven. If we had a seven, if we had a dominant lost seven in the playoffs. How about Colson? Colson was. When did he retire? What year? 18? He only played like eight mm. years, dude. He nine, didn't I think. I think he played nine years. I'll look it up. Look it up. He didn't play that long. That's the other thing with Colson. Yeah. I mean, no, Cam definitely has, has, all, has the longevity on him 100%. And the production. I mean, they're, they're, yeah, it's Colson hard to compare. Pro- after the 2015 season. Oh, 15. Yeah, wow. I, didn't think it was, I didn't think it was much longer than that at all. I just think his his importance was so great to that offense. It just really was. You don't. I don't. Six and four. Six and four. Okay. So Super Bowl year I mean, being look being if, three if our, of them. If our defense so, was was so dominant, the whole he was unequivocally on better teams. Though, you know, from going from 06 to fifteen, he was on better teams. Well, but we just y'all just said eighteen was the third ranked team. I mean, so Colson was on two no, out of the top. Cam, three. I was getting ready to say Cam was on a really good run <laughs> uh, for sure of teams. Also, the no call cost him a playoff yeah. win and a Super Bowl appearance. Um, that, that's true. Marcus Williams cost him huge. Um, Jared Cook cost him huge. <laughs> One, okay. I mean, these yeah. are games where Jared, Jared Cook cost everybody. So, I, you know, I I can't give. I I know Corey likes to lean to the Super Bowl thing, like Roman said. We won the bowl, and that's all great. It's importance to it's, winning. It's luck too. Like some of it is luck. This isn't you were so much more well, fundamentally better. Like, there is a component of luck to this thing. There always is. Yeah. Well, Corey thinks Larry Brown, I'm sure, when he won Super Bowl MVP, was the best cornerback in the league going into right. the next like, offseason. But, you know, it is what it is. It's, there's I, just, it's such a team game. It's hard for me to, like, Colson's better because he won the Super okay, Bowl. But well, here, come on, man. Yeah, like, that, doesn't, we, that doesn't work. We won the not, Super no, Bowl because Tracy Porter played out of his mind no, in a whole playoff. I'm not and, saying that Colson's better because he hitched a ride on the team plane and when they landed, they won the Super Bowl. No, he, he was of utmost importance to that offense the whole the, even before the Super Bowl, his rookie year. That offense is not that offense. He was Breeze's safety valve. That offense does not work without a joker like Reggie being the decoy and then Breeze having his safety valve. That's why Breeze's numbers... Michael Thomas's numbers, the years when Thomas broke the record, were astronomical because there was Breeze working at optimal uh, capacity with the optimal players around him. And so, so Colston gave him that at the very beginning, gave the Saints that, gave Sean Payton that as a play caller. And again, all of this is not to trash Cam. Cam is a great-ass player. barely got 1,000 yards on three of these years that he got it. So he hit 1,200 once. So what years did he barely get 1,000? His rookie year, he had 1,038. His third year, he only had 760. He was hurt that year, if I recall. He was a lot. He would have had a huge year that yeah, year. Yeah, that was a year. Uh, yeah. His best year was his second year. He had 1,202 with 11 touchdowns. That was a fantastic year. That's easily his best year, by the way. Sure. Then he went 760, injured. That's fine. Next year, 1,074. Nine touchdowns is really good. 1,023, seven touchdowns. 11.43, 8 touchdowns, 11.54, 10 touchdowns, then 9.43, 5, 5, 5.24. So here's the thing. Stats are important, of course. But if I know, but like but looking at prisoners the context why he, didn't, he, didn't, he did not make the offense. I think like if you the take, offense was so diverse with Devery Henderson and, and Robert Meacham on the uh, If you take teams, Marcus Colson off the 06 offense and the 09 offense, it is different. It is significantly different. still works. Still it, works. It works. Yeah, I'm not saying no. It, it's still it was one the, top. It was it's the, a stop. No, it was the best, best offense in the league team, maybe ever. Yeah, it was like that, there was it doesn't, so much. Exactly. Shocky, shocky in the middle. Uh, you know, not, yeah, shocky was on that team. Jesus, no, the, the offense obviously had a ton of I'm different. I'm not weapons. disagreeing that Colson was important. Colson, Colson contributed. He was important, but he was not about, the catalyst. We are talking about that. I never 10. said he was the catalyst. I never said he was the catalyst. Well, you, my point is, if you take Colson out of the equation, that offense is still going to produce the way it does. Not the way it does. You could It'll, plug in. You could plug in Willie be, Jackson from 2000, <laughs> 2000. You could plug in. No, Joe you could not. You could not. But maybe, you Joe, maybe Joe. Maybe Joe Horn, because Joe Horn's that good. But Willie Jackson, Joe Horn for sure, is but not com- comparable to. to we are Joe talking Horn and Col- Colston over a fifty-plus year span of him being one of the ten best players. We're not talking about whether he was a good player. We all think he's a good player. Yeah. 
10 best. You're talking about picking one player every five years. And one now, player. Before I made my list, I knew how old the franchise was, <laughs> and I knew how many players we had to put in the list. Then I don't and see how you arrived at Marcus Colston. <laughs> I know. Look, we can, we can say the same thing over and over again. I think he was that important to some of our best teams and our most pivotal point. I was just I mean, trying to give you an out there. But yeah, you don't, you don't have to. You, you don't him. have to give me an out. I'm not going to flip-flop my list like Max did and replace a player with one. I'm sticking with what I no, have. No, I flip-flopped flip flop 10 and 11. That's fine. You flip-flopped the least player. That's Corey, I'm yeah. okay with you having him ahead of Mike. Uh, like I, <laughs> I, 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 I know, might do I know. that it's, too. It's I put him ahead of y'all's boy. And I love Cam too. I love Cam too. Don't get me wrong. He's no, not it just has our, nothing boy. To do with our, our boy. It has to do with a, a Hall of Fame player today. versus a yeah. player who is not a pro bowler, much less a Hall of Famer. And look, if we're talking about importance to the team, it look, I'm not back. Uh, we're, we're, come on, we're beating a dead horse here. I know, I know. I'm about to say we're, we we can say it as many ways as we want, but I'm not coming off. No, no, of it's, it's a ludicrous take. We'll let, we'll let you fine. own it. Yeah. It's up there with Caden well, Owens. I just don't think there's any world. Uh, we, should no pull world. we should no pull it. We should no, pull we it. We should pull it. We can pull it. That's fine. I'll get ratioed. It's all good. There's no like, world where where he's a better well, we player. Well, maybe look, look. You're wrong, but if if it pulls, you think I'm wrong. If it pulls 55-45, maybe you have a big case, right? If okay. We, we talked about it. Okay, Jordan, Cam was drafted in 11. He's still fucking here. The oh, time out, time out. We're, we're, we're beating a dead no, horse but at this point. If our defense was so dominant the entire time he was here, or like he was the reason our defense was dominant, that'd be one thing. And yes, we got to a point where the but defense Colston was top 10, top the 5. the reason the offense was dominant. I'm not saying it was. Okay. Well, then what's your I'm point with going with this? He's not the honest, reason. Drew Brees was the reason. We're talking six years. This defense has been a top 10. Colston was a pretty an, damn good defense with, right. with Cam so, being I mean, a center in piece of recent, it. recent years, the defense has obviously been significantly improved compared to Cam's the first half of Cam's career. I think Colston's importance From 2018 not on, the, the defense has been top 17. From 17 on, the defense has been top 10. Since the Lattimore draft, the, the defense Lattimore has draft, been very yeah. good. I I will not argue with anyone who says Cam is one of the biggest factors for the defense turning it around from... Damn what? it, I was waiting for it to say, I won't argue with anyone who says Cam is one of the top 10 Saints players. <laughs> that would be funny. That would have been um, funny. But, yeah, I mean, it, look... Again. We're going to talk about we're beating a dead horse. Yeah. Let's put it up on the socials. Let's see what other people think. <laughs> so here, real quick, to, I knew this to, was going to come down to like point, one Corey, player too. Where I think I did, did, you, did you find the defensive rankings? I was looking for that year by year. I didn't look that up, but I was okay. looking up Cam's dominant run, which I thought was seventeen. Which according to this, it was he was um, fourth in defensive player of the year voting that year. Yeah, AP All Pro, first team, yeah. Pro Bowl. 13 sacks. Next year, 12 sacks, AP second team Pro Bowl. Yeah. 15 and a half sacks, AP second team Pro Bowl. Next year, only seven and a half sacks, but Pro Bowl. What then, year was that? Uh, 20. Okay. Back up with 12.5 Pro Bowl again, 8.5 Pro Bowl again. That's a pretty damn good run of six years. I of, will not argue. And then if you look at I'm his past deflections, not which is that. always up at the top, not quite J.J. Watt levels, but always. Well, up he's got there. 61 in his career, which for a defensive lineman, I think is ranked pretty high. Yeah. And his defensive player of the year, fourth place year, he had 11. Yeah. yeah. Um, now, I will say the one knock on him, just for me as an all-timer, he doesn't cause turnovers. Yeah. He doesn't create fumbles. And you and I have discussed that. Yeah. He's only got 11 forced fumbles in his career. Yeah. Uh, I'm sorry, 11 fumble recoveries, 15 forced fumbles. 15 forced fumbles in 13 years is a pretty poor stat. You go look at Swilling. We talked about it, I think. He led the league four times, had over Mm -hmm. 40-something in his career. Ricky Jackson also. Maybe Ricky Jackson led it four times. One of them led it four times in his career. But both over, I think, 40 in their career. That's that's what you're talking about, elite turnover type of pass rusher. He's not that. Yeah. But... He was probably the best run-stopping defensive end in the sure. league for a number of years. With you know whether you put JJ Watt at end or, or tackle, he was he was also great at. He it. was always listed at end, so it's a good. Yeah. So yeah. Uh, th- to me, this is a career you can't not have in your top ten. Yeah. <laughs> Whoever you want to throw out, let's not pick well, on Marcus Colston, but I think you got to throw one of your receivers out for Cam Jordan. If it's me. If you want to have Colson there, if you want to have Mike in there, okay, fine. But 
I, and I'll, I'll I'll accept you throwing Demario out because that's a borderline. Well, I would point. almost put Demario in because of his disruptiveness. Like I get all of the accolades. Well, Demario should be. In. I get he, all he, the accolades. I'm not arguing with you in the slightest about how good Cam Jordan is. He's a fucking baller. I mean, he's one of our best players ever. 100%. You can be a best player ever and be in the top 15. He also missed top 12, one game in, the top in his 11. career. Because that's COVID. Been, yeah. There are so many. Look, there are. I'm not. There's just no metric. I'm not here there's to, no world. There's no metric that Cam Jordan is not in a top 10. I didn't make since. my list off a of metric. I made it based on no, my No, I'm opinion. just saying there is literally no scenario, no metric, no thought process, no anything where Cam Jordan is not in the top 10. It is. It's mine. It's that's that's where it is. It is. That's retarded. where it is. Why is it I'm not saying he's 11. Where was Caden on this? You know, Caden was really. Caden was probably number one for him, and he changed it at the last minute to not get publicly shamed. Speaking of, to to completely sidebar this whole thing, (laughs) what is Caden doing this year? Anybody know? He started out strong. I didn't keep up with him, to be honest. I figured I'd. You've been following him since high school. Why would you not keep up with him now? Because he's a Falcon. All right, two sacks. He's got two sacks, but he's got 73 tackles. Didn't he have two in the first game? Some he shit? had one he in the first have. game. He might have. And he had one two weeks ago in Spackers. All right, we've gotten sidetracked. Let's go ahead and uh, put it up to the socials. And you, you know what? I got the question for you. Put it up there. Is Cam Jordan a top 10 Saints player of all time? It doesn't need to be arguing with him versus Colston because that's not the argument. As Nick just no, stated. No, but I think no, it no, is no, no. the argument. No, that's, that's not exactly the argument. That's the argument That's not making. the argument. His point was you could pull off. He, he said pull off somebody in that back half and put uh, Cam Jordan there. Who would y'all take? Besides Colston, I would take, you'd take Archie, Archie off. I know you because y'all said that. Okay, and so, Mike, I'd ta- and I mean, Mike, I did. So I'm just saying for me, I took off Archie, Mike, and Colston off. Off. The okay. List. All right. That's fair. I'll, but, I'll be honest with you. I'm taking anyone from six on off to put Cam on there. Yeah. But that's let's just, let's go ahead and phrase it since we're saying you know what like we obviously love Colston. That's fine. We all love Colston. But let's go ahead and phrase it as is Cam Jordan a top ten Saints player of all time? That's well, the question right there. That's why that's that's the point we're making. The point we're the, not. The point wasn't to argue against Colston. That the exact point was to list ten players and argue about the ten players. I mean, that, that's well, why, it was. But the the one thing out of our three list of ten that's why that mar- we've come that's up why with, marketing executives get paid what they do so they can phrase questions in order to get this the is answers. Why you're that, not a marketing in order executive. to get the answers they want. So the, it's, the, it's very uh, it's patently obvious what you're trying to do. If you ask, what I'm people, trying to do is I'm trying to prove a point. If you that ask Cam people, Jordan, is Cam Jordan top ten? They're going to say yes if you don't give them any other alternatives. No, that's the simple question. Is he a top ten? Because he's not on your top 10 list. You You're, made an argument for everybody else on the top 10, and you yeah. made some valid arguments. Sure. I can, I can, I would accept, we can even hold on, I would, media accept, I would accept Colston as top 10 in place of uh, Michael Thomas if you wanted to go that route. Sure. My point is, and I think Nick will agree with this, Cam Jordan needs to be in the top 10. So I think that is the question that we need to pose to the listeners slash followers well, on social media. I'll give you this. If before I drew up my list... If you said, if you asked me the same question, I hadn't made my list yet, I probably would have said yes too. I probably would have been right there and so been like, yes. What but happened from your moment of clarity to now? I made my list and I thought of like what Nick said and what I was already thinking about it, like the importance of these players uh, the versus, you know, the mix of the importance versus the sheer talent, all the factors that went into my head about. So you made this list after we started the episode is what you're saying. Well, the last few, but, you know. There we go. Okay. Well, that explains it then, right then and there. Well, no, I mean, it's what I think. It's what I've always thought. I mean, we have... Preparation, folks. We have a whole stack of papers from the shelved episode that'll probably never see the air, (laughs) but he couldn't make his list for the episode we've been talking about for three months. Got it. Yeah, but anyway, like, so let's that go has ahead. Nothing we got to do with anything. We got sidetracked. Max wants to be the grumpy old man trying to take other people down. Fun shit. You took yourself down with that ridiculously stupid take. We we decided to do this. We did it. This is my top ten. This is what it is. Wow. When I came, when I broke it down, it had nothing to do with when I did it or what I thought about. Right, it's, it's just, bad either way. It's bad in your opinion, and it's probably bad in a lot of other people's opinion. But if we're talking about the importance of, it's beyond you know, bad. It's pretty stupid. But we are That's sidetracked, hey, so let's go ahead and wrap up this episode. Show me what Cam has won us besides a few playoff games. I'm not saying he's not 11, he's not 12. Colson hasn't won us on, anything. Oh, the Super Bowl. contributed to Come winning, on. just like Cam significant contributor to, to the success. Super Bowl. Much like Cam, Cam has been a significant contributor to everything we've done in his, what, 13 That's a little career, too much so. weight on the Super Bowl. But really let's is, just go but. back. One more Turning call the franchise around. How about that? 
Breeze. So Colston turned the franchise around. Jesus Christ. We are really pushing Breeze, here. You're, trying, you're challenging He contributed to it. He you're contributed to it. He was a key contributor to the team that turned the franchise around. You can't argue with that. Does AK make the Hall of wow. Fame? Wow. As of right now, no. He needs to get to 100 touchdowns. Hall of Fame? I, I, yeah, I don't know. About. He needs to get to 100 touchdowns. Five Pro Bowls, Offensive Rookie of the Year, 74 touchdowns, 9,500 total yards. He, he was not. on his way, and then he got cut down by the last three seasons. He lost Drew Brees. Yet another. It killed his pass game. Yeah. Um, Morton's in the Hall. Does Swilling make the Hall of Fame at some point? He made it. No, Pat Swilling has not made the Pro Bowl. Hmm. I mean, the Hall of Fame. He should. I feel like he should, too, but he... But uh, what did that? Does the NFL been, have any weird rules about like the senior members? Like you only have a, win, a certain window. There is a window. Yeah. Uh, don't his has got to be close. If it's it might be up already. So he's going to have to be selected by whatever the committee is yeah. after the fact. Which you can get in after the fact, but it has to be selected by. You would think of all of the like Sherbet guys have already I, gotten in by the time his senior window is open. You would think that he would be one of the first up. He should be in there. That's crazy. I think he should be in. His run was about seven years of pretty ridiculous stats. And on the best, not maybe not the best, but one of the best defenses in the league, he's a 100-sack guy, defensive player of the oh, year. Oh, yeah. No, he should be in there. Uh, it's hard for me to understand why he's not in there. But So going down our list, Drew Brees, to me, if you're in the Hall of Fame, you're on this list. Because we don't have enough of them to have the luxury to not include them. Exactly. Yeah, I don't so, it's an automatic entry. Well, I didn't exclude any Hall of Famers. You, no. Drew. <laughs> you excluded a future Hall of Famer. Drew, Rofe, Ricky, Morton, Jolly's Sam. a future. Sam Mills. Right? Those are only five Hall of Famers. Right. In the history of the Saints. Other than Doug Atkins played the for the ones who. They don't right, count, yeah, though. They don't yeah. count. So... After that, future Hall of Famers. Jari is potentially a first ballot. He's absolutely a Hall of Famer. Yeah. Uh, when, is he, when is he up for? It's uh, got to be next soon. Next year. Next yeah, year or the year coming after. Up. Yeah. Um, Swilling, we talked about. Kamar, we don't think is. DeMario is on the fence. Yeah. That Cam leaves is. you Cam. And Cam, to me, is absolutely in the Hall of Fame. Um, whether he's a he's, – he's still playing to see if he's a first ballot Hall of Famer. I don't think he's a first ballot today. He's still playing to see if he's a first ballot. Agree. Right. He's a second or third or – yeah, he's somewhere between like second and fifth year induction at this point. But you, if like, I think you said it there, look, he's obviously one of one of <laughs> he could be one of our best players of all time and not be top ten. But if he had more of the turnovers, if he had more disruption, like you mentioned with our guys from the Dome Patrol, obviously different eras. But I think for me, if if yeah, if if there was I just would more, love to know if anyone on the All Decade team has not made the Hall of Fame. It is hard to make an all-decade. That, yeah, that would be impressive. Look, I'm not saying you should make the Hall of Fame, of course. Well, I guess, Nick, let's, let's go ahead. This one's gone a little long. Let's go ahead and wrap it up with this question for Nick. So, Marcus Colston, Hall of Fame in 2024? Never. Or 2025? <laughs> Never. Never. Okay. That's going to wrap us up. Thank you for listening to this very special episode of the 28 to 3 podcast. We'll catch you guys on the next one.